as long as you're scrolling through your phone, checking out your friend's latest Instagram post, take a moment to download the Radio Parami app. Take the app with you wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Stay updated with top and bottom of the hour news and the latest weather forecast. Plus, you can listen live to local talk shows, nationally syndicated programs, and listen to previous interviews you might have missed, all in crystal clear digital audio. It's called the Radio Potomy app. Find it in your Google Play or Apple App Store from your friends at News Talk 710 KURV. Morning news on 710 KURV. Top newsmakers. Here's Sergio Sanchez. I'm guessing the countdown clock for liftoff at Brownsville is up and running again, uh, thanks to some decisions that the FAA. I, I saw a comment from our mayor in Brownsville, Trey Mendez. Mendez. Trey said, hey, we're about maybe three months away from punching the atmosphere, sending something up there. Let me go to Helen Ramirez or assistant city manager for Brownsville. She's with the Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation. So give us an update, Helen. Tell me more good news as far as SpaceX, and maybe we can send something into the atmosphere from Brownsville. What do you say? Yes, we're very excited. That was good news. Um, a program, programmatic environmental assessment was approved or finding a significant impact. It does have, have mitigation measures, but that's something SpaceX has always, always been working through. Um, so we're excited about uh, the launch. Uh, we believe that it'll be this summer. So we're very excited about this summer. Um, you know, a lot of what we're talking about is even how to inform the public, uh, make sure uh, everyone's prepared, not only by because we would be making history and we want them to participate, but also making them aware of what's happening um, in their community and their neighborhood. Um, for us, uh, there's a lot of excitement in the air with regards to community, the business, the economic development partners that we have um, in similar fields or that support SpaceX, whether they're vendors or suppliers, hotels are, are you know, nearing capacity or at capacity. Um, but a good thing we're building more. So it's, it's just a great um, buzz that's going around, synergy. Um, and we're very excited for what's to come this summer. Man, I would imagine it's got to be like a snowball effect taking place right now. Uh, like you said, you got lodging and, and ancillary services related to all the potential tourism. But uh, you on the front lines of aerospace um, conversations and industry that might be setting up shop uh, there at Brownsville Incentives Corporation. Uh, has this announcement that the FAA and, of course, mitigation issues, look, looks like we're ironing and everything out, has this re-energized uh, phone calls, potential complementary or maybe even competitive aerospace type of business setting up shop in Brownsville? I would say it's accelerated. I would, we already had many conversations. Um, some companies have, uh, have already located here and without us even knowing, right? So there's mm. a lot of acceleration of companies that said they would be here, but they're now coming sooner uh, rather than later, which is a good thing. We, we hosted the Select USA. We were the only city in Texas and only like 13 in the nation that were invited to participate with the Department of Commerce. Our focus, last that was last Wednesday, our focus was um, energy, aerospace, and defense. 
and you know we had and then from there the spinoff goes to washington dc and and the, and that was the buzz many some of them had come came here and foreign investors came here and also went to washington to look at opportunities that they have for onshoring from europe or Jeez. from other other countries to wow. to brownsville to the united states so we're very excited about the acceleration i would say we, you know we were talking to many companies but it seems like they're accelerating a lot of their plans which is a good thing. Is there some of the love there on economic development you can share with Harlingen, McAllen, Mission, anyone up the freeway? Say, hey, muchachos, <laughs> we got our hands full. Why don't you take a couple of, of, of the low-hanging fruit? Because uh, it, it seems like everything's coming at us really, really fast. You mentioned energy, which reminds me, in speaking with our port director, um, Ed Campinano, at the Rio Grande Valley Port of Brownsville, um, on the horizon with uh, LNG, still they're still moving forward, signing contracts, getting ready to use us, billions of dollars of potential investment. It's amazing what's taking place, and it, it seems to be coming to us uh, very heavy, very fast right now. There might be a lot of up freeway, uh, up river uh, economic development opportunities here for everybody. Sure, I mean I have contractors, for example, in a company moving in a contractor that they used was from McAllen. So I think they're already, you know, we're we're going to see maybe a saturation of, of which is a good thing of, of contractors and and, and uh, uh, suppliers, you know, used in in Brownsville and Cameron County because SpaceX employs about over six thousand people within Cameron County. But I would say even from the beginning, you know, we've we've had. Uh, suppliers or assistance from uh, as far away as, as McAllen and, and Edinburgh as well. So what I say is they've already reaped some of the benefits of this, um, and, and I'm sure as we get more business, um, they'll see more of that um, because there's enough to go around, right? And oh, the yeah. LNG absolutely at, 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 at peak construction, you know, you're looking at 5,000 people. That's That's <laughs> so um, there, there's enough for, for everybody there. So we're excited to see. And I, when we talk about aerospace, I, we're really thinking about the whole, um, the new border economy that's happening here, whether it's LNGs or, or aerospace and SpaceX. Um, and they're expanding. You know, SpaceX is expanding. So, you know, I just encourage everybody, like I tell my community, I'll tell my, you know, our, our bus drivers, I'll tell our maintenance workers, I'll tell everybody, go out and see what's happening. Take your kids, take your family. You know, you, you can, I go on Sunday with my, with my family, just, you know, go to the beach, have a picnic and really see what's out there. And uh, that's, this is the most powerful rocket a, in yeah, the history of the world. Unbelievable. I mean, it's yeah. not, and it's made, 98% of Starship is made with Brownsville, um, um, you know, mm-hmm. workforce, yeah. 98%. And that's very powerful message. And that's the message that I like to repeat all the time. Uh, it's not from California. It's not from out of state. It's from here. Helen Ramirez, so, her assistant. Uh, Helen Ramirez, her assistant city manager, Brownsville. She's the leader over at Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation, the economic development efforts. Speaking of the expansion uh, for SpaceX, maybe a few more warehouses, maybe a few more assembly places out there. Uh, do you see SpaceX expanding when it comes to employment near future? And can we meet that demand? I do. Um, they're, they're, at, at the, they're located in Starbase, and they're building that 350,000 square foot um, 
star factory, right? So it's a permanent structure that spans 90 foot tall on one side to 50. So imagine a, a structure, I haven't even seen anything like that from 50 to 90 feet, one massive structure. Um, in at the airport, they're located there. They occupy over 100,000 square feet. They're looking at more space there. So I would say, you know, um, when we look at when we look at their numbers, I would say the majority are Brownsville, Cameron County. Um, you know, you know, th there's probably maybe like, and I, I don't know exactly the percentage, but it's probably less than 15% that are from out um, of this area or from California. Well, they they really hire local. It's easy and it's more efficient for them and we have the talent to do it. We're also growing our talent. One of the teasers that we had at um, at uh, our Select USA was 9.8 Capital is here and they actually are providing scholarships for UTRGV students for a new space certification and a, and a space and MBA. Um, so <laughs> wow. we're going to be having a, even a bigger announcement soon, but we wanted to tease out that that's coming because there's a need. So here we have emerging, you know, emerging uh, new professions and careers in space that are, that is beginning in the Valley, right? So we're going to be at the forefront of that, not the traditional universities in Florida, but, you know, we have our place in that leadership and those emerging technologies. Wow. And that's kind of the things that UTRGV and Texas Southwest College is really uh, taking the lead on that. And even our BISD, our Brazil ISD yeah. Uh, yeah. Career and Technical Education Center, they're, they're going to make an announcement, too, about um, using new technology with their students. And speaking as a proud Star Trek nerd, hey, gang, that bridge at a distance... At Starfleet, that's not the San Francisco uh, Gateway Bridge. That's Queen Isabella Bridge. Because we're the ones who've got Starfleet down here developing at the university and our local school district with all these uh, propulsion sciences and life sciences and and also you know rocket science uh, technologies developing in South Texas at a quick pace. Helen, thank you for the update. Anything else we should know before I let you go? No, just very excited uh, for what's to come and uh, come on down. Our our downtown is also re revitalizing with the Must Foundation that supported downtown revitalization with new restaurants. So you're going to see a lot of new stuff coming. So we invite everybody to get down for our first Friday live music around our restaurants and bars and our market square. So come on down and really get to know our downtown, Starbase, our airport. Everyone's welcome to join in in celebration. Continued success, Helen. Go get them. That's Helen Damides, Assistant City Manager for City of Brownsville, Director of Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation. You're always on the go. Obviously pretty busy. Busy with work. Picking up my kids from school. From work to kids are running errands. Your entire day is a hands-on, never-ending frenzy of activity. Luckily, getting the news is now voice activated. Just say, Alexa, play 710-KURB. I'd like to know what's going on in my world. I gotta know what's going on in my city. Putting the smart in your smart speaker. I'm getting my news from you and my information. For the latest news and to find out what's happening in rich, clear audio. Just say, Alexa, play 710 KURB. You're listening to the best of the Valley's morning news. Here's Sergio. Download the free app 
or 710-KURV and all our sister stations at Radio United. Crisp, clear audio and access to previous programs from 710-KURV only at Radio Parami. Download it. It's free. New medical services available in Star County, I understand. DHR Health expanding their service in Star County. Dr. Sohil Rao, CEO for DHR Health, joining us right now. So tell me about the expansion into Star County. What type of services, facilities are you looking at, Dr. Rao? Uh, good morning, Sergio. Good morning, sir. We are, we are actually expanding our um uh, medical offices there where there will be some uh, specialists which currently do not exist in the uh, Rio Grande uh, uh, city and Star County. There will also be a uh, state-of-the-art laboratory uh, which will be available. There will be a residency program uh, in family medicine that's going to go in Star County. There will also be a state-of-the-art uh, uh, research uh, facility uh, which would be uh, built uh, from grounds up, which is going to be uh, part of the Rio Grande City and Star County. And in addition to that, there will also be uh, a residential village allowing the residents and the physicians to actually live close by to uh, this facility in Star County. I mean, that's a strong push forward to try to meet uh, the need in a very medically underserved area, Stark County. Dr. Sohil Rao, CEO of DHR Health, joining us. Dr. Rao, Tim Sullivan here. Yeah, and talk more about these medical resources, some of which you say are first-time resources for Stark County. Um, how will how will these improve health care access for residents in that uh, historically medically underserved area? So I think the most uh, the there is obviously, as you know, um, a, a acute need for uh, physicians and providers in underserved communities like Star County. The fact that DHR is actually bringing a residency program, working with the Star County Memorial Hospital and other providers in the uh, region uh, to start a residency program, which is which will have a rural track, allowing the. Uh, uh, people in Star County to be actually served by these residents. Um, as we know, most of these, uh, there's uh, in, uh, evidence that if you have people who do residency in a particular area, more than 50% of those individuals actually stay and continue to serve that community. So Perfect. we feel and we are pretty confident that these residency programs will actually allow more providers to reside in Star County once they graduate and serve the community. Yeah, that's the goal, right? Let get these uh, doctors the to stay here. Specifically, what medical care will be provided from the center? So, obviously, the most important one obviously will be the family medicine, but more, but there will also be specialists who are going to come in there in the medical um, uh, offices that would be built, uh, which would include... Uh, uh, state-of-the-art neurosurgery, orthopedic surgery, um, uh, bariatric surgery, uh, also diabetes, uh, treatment for obesity, uh, cardiovascular diseases, uh, um, uh, neurosciences, neuro stroke. These are all uh, specialties that are currently uh, very uh, available to them at a very, very um, uh, limited uh, amount of time. But once these medical offices are established, uh, these services would be available to the community in Star County on a regular and permanent basis. 
And you mentioned a research facility as well on this campus. What type of research will be conducted? So the research, the DHR Health Institute for Research and Development will actually have a a facility there in Star County. It's a 5,000 square feet facility. It will basically be bringing all the innovative clinical trials that are going on here in Edinburgh Mm. will also happen now in Star County. This would be in the area of liver diseases. Uh, There is no treatment available for uh, liver cirrhosis or non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, all those clinical trials will go there. Uh, infectious diseases in, uh, in COVID-19 and other infections, in cardiovascular diseases, so the, the, and cancer. Uh, the, uh, there are, we have just established a cancer research center in Edinburgh, which is now uh, supporting research, which is funded by National Cancer Institute. So all of those clinical trials will also now be available to Excellent. the residents in Star County. Instead of them coming over to Edinburgh to be involved in in research, we will take research to them. Dr. Sohil Rao, CEO, DHR Health. They're opening up, expanding more medical services in Star County. Uh, You made mention there here just a second ago. uh, I was wondering how DHR gauged the need for services and personnel in Star County. I'm guessing it's is that migration pattern over the years? How many people came in from Star County to Edinburgh to receive services? That probably helped you figure out how many people and how much brick and mortar to put in Star County. Well, that is actually also true. But more importantly, we have been partnering with the Star County Memorial Hospital for quite some time, providing uh, specialty care. Uh, for example, in emergency medicine, in OBGYN, and many other areas we have been actually sending our physicians to provide that service uh, to the community in Star County. We also uh, oversee all the research that goes on in Star County Memorial Hospital. So we have been, and in in the era of COVID, we provided uh, 100% support to the community in Star County with uh, plasma, with uh, um, different monoclonal antibodies, with uh, treatment strategies, so we have been engaged with the community for quite some time, but this was a time actually had come to act, uh, create more permanent uh, home in Star County so that we can actually take all the services that we offer here in Edinburgh and bring them to the community there. From family medicine to research and all the surgeries that you mentioned that will be available soon in Star County. By, by when will the footprint in Star County Finally, firm up. By when will all this expansion uh, finish up in Star County? You'll be up and running completely. So it's going to be obviously in phases. Um, most of this would be completed in the next uh, um, 16 to 8 to 24 months that we would be actually fully operational in Star County. But we will start the process of uh, migrating some of the services as soon as the facilities start to become available. All right. Congratulations, Dr. Rao. Thank you for the update. Dr. Sophia Rao, CEO, DHR Health. Your Houston Astros play here. And he drives this one up the middle. That's a base hit. Catch Astros baseball action all season long on News Talk 710-KURV. Deep to left field. Kiss it goodbye. Every hit. Every home run. First pitch, and he drives it. 
Left field. Good one. It's out of here. Astros baseball is powered by F&T Valley Motorsports, Riverside Development Services, Taco Olay, MissionIncredible.com, and News Talk 710 KURV. You're listening to the best of the Valley's morning news. Here's Sergio. In the event there's a tropical system in the Gulf of Mexico turning this way, you want to keep it tuned to 710 KURV. Stay informed during hurricane season. Tropical coverage 2022 on air and online at KURV.com. Made possible by Mike's Plumbing, Electrical, and AC, Vega Roofing, McAfee Insurance, and Elephant Building Materials. Normally, when we introduce Yvonne Ramon, our Hidalgo County Elections Administrator, we're playing the Ramones. Hey, oh, let's go. And we got an election coming up. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> she will not be uh, leading the charge in the next uh, big election here in South Texas. Why? Because now we need to sing Happy Trails to You. She's retiring. Yvonne Ramon, our Elections Administrator for Hidalgo County. How many years, Yvonne, mm. at the helm at Hidalgo County? Oh. It will be 14 years on the week that uh, I leave. 14 years. Why now, Yvonne? I got to ask you, why now? Why are you leaving us? (laughs) I I had been planning this for a while, uh, Sergio, and uh, I wanted to make sure that that the uh, department was as strong as it could ever be. And literally for the last four or five years, that's what I've been working on, making sure that the staff is, is... there's such a great staff that it was easy to train, and those that stayed have proven to be able to step up and do the job. And I've told them every morning that we would have a meeting. I'd say, if I walk out, we're going to be just fine. But if any of you walk out, then we're in trouble. So we've spent these years cross-training and, and making sure that they have their education uh, behind them, and uh, we'll be just fine because they're a great staff. Ivan Ramon is our Hidalgo County Elections Administrator and will be retiring. Now, Yvonne, Tim Sullivan here. I, I'm just going to say my opinion is that the, the election operation you ran, coupled with the operation being run by, by Remy Garza in Cameron County, uh, I believe has resulted in the most efficient election coverage in the Valley in the 20 years that I've, I've been here. So uh, big you. shoes to fill. For your successor, when will that new person be in place? Yesterday, the position was posted. I went before the county election because this position is not, I turn in my two-week notice and I'm out the door. I literally had to go before the county election board. That is the board that actually um, interviews and then uh, takes that, that candidate's name to the county commissioner's court and to get final approval. So it's a two-step process. So I went before the board last week, and of course I had already spoken to each of the elected officials and one-on-one, and so it wasn't a surprise. Uh, It was just a formality. They went ahead and accepted the uh, letter of of retirement resignation, and uh, I worked, I helped work on updating the description for the, now it's the director of elections, that's what the county is titling it, not elections administrator, as the state has it in the law. And uh, it actually got posted yesterday. So the position is now posted. Anyone interested that uh, has the qualifications would like to certainly work uh, at a challenging job every single day, uh, (laughs) go ahead and and, uh, look at that interview um, 
and and possibly get an interview, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you never know. Look at me. Yeah, you know, and there were um, a lot of changes that you oversaw in your 14 years in the position. New election machines, uh, so much modernization in terms of voting and vote counting, new voting laws. Uh, Hidalgo County made the move to... Uh, what, what's the term? Voting allowed, not just at your specific oh, pre- yeah, yeah. precinct? Countywide. Yes, Countywide yeah, voting. Yeah. Uh, what changes location. might you see on the horizon? I'm, I'm hopefully changes that will result in expanding our voting rights, not narrowing them. Uh, absolutely, and that's what we strive for. Uh, and and the next the next uh, stage of changes will be uh, advances, more technological advances. We see during this time such a difficult challenge in keeping uh, young uh, ex- lack of experience but young educated workers and so the the next step has to be in bringing in some form of automation so that we're not left without help uh, i see that we hire someone that has uh, recently graduated doesn't have the experience, but of course that's fine. We can train, and then within six months to a year, gone. And so we we definitely have been working at at finding those uh, those programs, those softwares that will help our job. Because you've got those loyal employees. I've got employees that have been here one thirty plus years, a few twenty plus years, and uh, and they're here for the long run. And so in elections, it takes you a good two to three years to start to truly understand the whole concept and, and what it takes. It's real complicated. It's, it's a it's lot. crazy complicated. <laughs> and so we yeah. can't afford that. We can't have people coming and going as we've seen lately. So we're trying to take it to the next level. Um, and and I figured it was time for me to step aside and uh, leave this wonderful staff strong and ready to take more challenges. We, we retrofitted the equipment, and when I checked off that box, we had until 2026, but I wanted to make sure that that the community of Hidalgo County didn't have to pay one penny for that retrofit. Mm-hmm. So we we did it ahead of the the schedule, uh, the deadline to receive a hundred percent back uh, from the state funds for retrofitting the equipment was this November 8th, and uh, look, we had it ready for the primary. It was a big big challenge, but I'm so glad we got it done. So once I checked off that box. I thought, okay, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to announce and, and uh, ready to take that step. Yvonne Ramon, our Hidalgo County Elections Administrator, announcing her retirement and will need a new, I guess, uh, what was the word that you said? Director. Dir- director. director of Elections. Now, dare we parse the words real quick, uh, explain the difference between director and you know, versus elections administrator, as you said, was mentioned in, in law. It's really not a, a change in the responsibility. It's really, really just a uniformity with the county position. The titles of okay. they've, they've been slowly changing to director instead of department head or something else. So okay. I saw that description, and it goes right. In sure, line. Uh, we need to ask you: uh, Is there a good chance that this will be an internal promotion? Someone very familiar with the county systems and the culture to continue. You know, the open book policy and efficient administration of elections in the county, it's probably easier to promote somebody very familiar on the inside versus somebody completely new from the outside. Do you know where this is going? 
I don't know, and that would be our hope, so that the transition is smooth, so that there's familiarity and knowledge, most of all, internal knowledge, as you stated so well. Uh, but again, it takes a five-member uh, board to do the interviews and to select those candidates, do final interviews, have their selection, and then present to commissioner's court. So it is a process, and there are uh, five members that will have to come to a consensus and select that candidate. So All right. fingers crossed, prayers, and uh, let's <laughs> yeah. see where we go from here. Yvonne, thank you yep. for the many, many best, years. Best of luck to you, yes, Yvonne. Sir. Yeah, and uh, again, thank you for all your work and efficient uh, administration over at Well, Evander I would County like Elections. to say thank you to each and every one of you. You've been so supportive. You've been uh, such a strength for me to be able to, to advise and, and, and let our community know of changes and updates and information. And so thank you, all of you, uh, for such a wonderful professional uh, relationship that we have had. I thank you. And uh, this is not goodbye. I, I want to continue to, to keep my studies up, to keep my knowledge yeah. up. And, and we'll There's always part-time work as a consultant <laughs> in the election business because it's so complicated. Well, you've I, been there for us, uh, Yvonne, yeah. too. Just, just a phone you know, call away. Just a phone call yes, away sir. at a moment's notice uh, to give us um, any any answers to any election voting yeah. questions we had. So, well, Lord bless you. Thank yeah. you, Yvonne. And now that you're on the way out, Yvonne, you can be honest with us. Did Richard Cortez cry and, and beg you to stay <laughs> when you told him you were leaving? You know, no, no, he didn't, because because the the great thing is to know when it's time to let someone else take over, when it's time to to move aside, and and one of the commissioners said, you know, Mrs. Ramon, you can walk out with your head held high, and here, here, that's when you, right. that's when you leave, that's when you make the change. Send so. yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Ivan, <laughs> Ivan Ramon, our outgoing elections administrator for Hidalgo County. News Talk 710 KURV. When news breaks, we break in. Breaking news. Stay alert and listen to the weather forecast. We need to be aware and alert to what's going on. Breaking news means it's happening now. And we mean now. Breaking news underway right now. Breaking news. On News Talk 710 KURV means we're bringing you the news as it happens. We have a multiple In this particular instance, we are in receipt of information. When news breaks, we'll break in. Count on News Talk 710 KURV. You're listening to the best of the Valley's morning news. Here's Sergio. Download the free app for 710KURV and all our sister stations at Radio United. Crisp, clear audio and access to previous programs from 710KURV only at Radio Parami. Download it. It's free. Economic Development Update. McAllen, Keith Patridge is the leader of the pack in McAllen. I know that on the recruitment side, you're always trying, and I hear you're trying Asia and other places. So what can you report on the recruitment side of late? What type of activity have you seen at MEDC, Keith? Well, it's been pretty steady uh, for the last, so far this year. Um, we've committed eight new companies into the McAllen, Reynosa area. Uh, about 2,000, little over 2,000 jobs, and about oh, about 940,000 square feet of space. So, it's been not outstanding, but it's been a it's been a good year. It's been much stronger than when we had in pandemic. 
so we're beginning to see that coming out. Um, you know, other parts of the country are beginning to, or the world are beginning to open up some. Uh, so we're continuing to see steady um, interest and in working with, uh, oh, normally about 25 to 30 companies we're working at any one time. Has the slowdown um, in it, auto... It slowed down a little bit, though. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I was going to say, the, the slowdown in auto manufacturing, as a result of chips and supply chain issues, ha, has that, the, the ripple effect of that, is is that affecting some of the other suppliers in the area that, that might be providing some items for auto assembly? It, it's impacting some, uh, but quite frankly, it's getting a little better than what it was in, uh, you know, for the last year or so. We're beginning to see the supply chain beginning, uh, you know, things beginning to get easier to get and the production to become more stabilized. So I think that's actually improving. Uh, so, but it is still, we're still working on that um, uh, nearshoring or the, you know, companies bringing work back from Asia, primarily China, primarily. Yeah. And, uh, but that's going to be a slow process, probably over, I'm going to say, at least the next uh, three to ten years. Uh, we'll be seeing that trend uh, most likely continue. It just takes a long time to move a supply chain. Keith Patridge with McAllen Economic Development, our guest. Last time we spoke, you had mentioned that Indian firm, the software writer, software producer. Exciting news over that new opportunities high-tech opportunities in South Texas. Have you seen any runoff, uh, any compliment to, to that news, or maybe other firms are coming in, or service providers for that We firm? have. Yeah. yeah, no, we have. Um, actually, that same company, as I had mentioned, I think when we were talking, has other um, uh, interests, other companies, and uh, we have two others that are uh, very close uh, to uh, uh, following with an announcement on some pretty interesting stuff that they're they're working on, and uh, they're also tech companies. Um, both of them, well, one of them is is actually moving from Silicon Valley, and the other one is a foreign company that would be moving in another foreign company. Medical sector with the expansion, it's happening so quickly in South Texas. We see all these new medical services and, of course, DHR investing all that money and, and other health groups doing the same thing. Do you see opportunities in the production of medical equipment, maybe in Reynosa or, or nearby, and try to try to onshore, uh, bring back some of that manufacturing that uh, seems like the majority of it went over to Asia, when specifically China, over the past several decades? I think we will, Sergio. Um, a lot of it has to do with uh, the infrastructure support that we need to have in place to support that, uh, the skill sets that we need to have in place. But uh, one of the things that's really good about the UTRGV Medical School and with the support that DHR and the health community is providing is we're beginning to see that training and that uh the, the skills that are going to be necessary to support that. So, yeah, I think that's coming. I think it's probably a, a longer-term process, but uh, I think as we continue to see the medical uh, uh, 
industry in the valley and uh, the medical services and educational systems continue to develop here, I think we'll continue just to see that more and more of that grow down here. Are we seeing any runoff, any benefits from the expansion of aerospace from SpaceX, Brownsville, uh, LNG possible is on the horizon for the port? Are we seeing any complement to that uh, taking place in our area, industries calling you up, maybe wanting to set up shop locally? Well, uh, as far as new companies that are coming in that are there to support, like SpaceX or the aerospace, um, we I don't think we're working maybe one uh, company that has a, a connection to aerospace. But what we are seeing is several of our existing suppliers here in both McAllen and Reynosa that are supplying um, uh, star, uh, uh the uh, SpaceX operation. I last time I I checked, I just did a real quick survey of our companies. We found ten that uh, companies from McAllen Reynosa that are actively supplying uh, SpaceX with uh, component parts and uh, and and uh, products. Okay. So, yeah, they we we are seeing a spinoff there. I think it's just something that, you know, we have to continue to look at as a valley, that we are not individual cities that depend only on ourselves. we got to really start looking at how we, how we develop as a region, uh, and uh, I think this is a perfect example of what we're seeing. Keith Patrick, McAllen Economic Development. We're getting a status report, an update from EDC now. Uh, we could always use more. I'm sure we could m- use more rail lines in the area, and even more power generation to help with the recruitment efforts. So is there anything to report on those two fronts? Uh, yeah, that's actually, actually a fairly um, uh, fairly active area in the uh, uh, green energy area. We're working several companies that are involved with that, everything from solar uh, to uh, wind, to um, uh, battery technology. All of those things, are we're actively working with a number of companies that uh, are evaluating, looking at the area as a place to locate. So, you know, that's one of our, probably one of our strongest um, uh, levels of interest right okay. now is in the, um, right. uh, you know, the green energy. Sure, and I just got seconds left. Chip manufacturer coming to McKellen. All systems go, right? Last time we spoke in December, right? We're still good for that, Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We're still there. As I had mentioned to you, it will probably be a couple of years before they can get everything in place. Okay. But, uh, but, yep, it's still on track, and we're moving forward. All right. Thank you, Keith. Keith Patridge, McKellen Economic Development. As long as you're scrolling through your phone, checking out your friend's latest Instagram post, take a moment to download the Radiopotomy app. Take the app with you wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Stay updated with top and bottom of the hour news and the latest weather forecast. Plus, you can listen live to local talk shows, nationally syndicated programs, and listen to previous interviews you might have missed, all in crystal clear digital audio. It's called the Radiopotomy app. Find it in your Google Play or Apple App Store from your friends at News Talk 710 KURV.
You're listening to the best of the Valley's morning news. Certified financial planner Michael Davidson joining us on 710 KURV. We're talking about inflation and consumer confidence. As far as the air quotes recession is right now, Mr. Davidson, uh, how bad do you think it is compared to 2008? Do you think it's going to be as bad or do you think it's just going to be, well, it's like a bump in the road? The markets are really efficient and they price in information. And so right now, uh, stock markets and bond markets all around the world are pricing in what we think is going to happen. And so just because we have a recession doesn't necessarily mean uh, we need to be afraid or even concerned. Recessions happen. Stock prices go up and down over time. And it's a part of the economic cycle and it's a part of the equation when you're taking risks. So what advice do you have for people that are trying to navigate these uh, choppy waters economically? Yeah. You know, every investor needs a plan. There's an old proverb that says the plans of the diligent bring success, but those that are hasty come only to want. There's five things you can do with money. You can give it away. You can save it for the future. You can pay taxes, you can pay debt, or you can spend it on yourself. And for an investor needs a plan for all five of those things. And then as it relates to savings, you can save money for short-term expenses, or you can save money for longer-term expenses like retirement or college uh, planning. And if you're saving for the long-term, you probably want to take more risk with those investments. And so we recommend diversified, low-cost investing uh, so that you can have um, a better chance at at getting the expected returns that the market offers. And for shorter-term projects that, you know, a year or a couple of years out, I think you want to be more conservative with that. And that doesn't change whether or not we're going or we think we're going into a recession or we're not. Joining us on 710 KURV is certified financial planner Michael Davidson. We're discussing the the economy and inflation and some things that you can do to cushion the blow. Uh, how long do you think people are going to have to weather this storm in particular? Well, the answer to that is unknown. No one really knows. And if, if you go back and look at the 18 recessions that have happened in the last 100 years, they vary in time and how in the duration. But what you'll see is that the stock market will generally uh, or has in the past been higher at the end of a recession than when it began. And so the, because the markets are always forward looking, the, the duration of the recession, which is measured by a reduction in, in gross domestic product over a couple of quarters, um, can move and be different from how stock markets move. And so what I think we need to be focused on isn't how long this is going to be, but how healthy are we as individuals at balancing our own finances and making sure that we're giving what we're supposed to give and that we're saving um, in for the long term and we're saving for short-term purchases, that we're avoiding debt, and that we're making sure that our taxes are paid quickly and timely, and then the, and the rest that we use wisely on ourselves and our friends. Let's say somebody is making, I don't know, 30000 a year, right? And they have a little bit of debt. Like they, they could pay it off in in about a month or two, but they just choose to make $100 payments, right? So what, what advice would you have for somebody that has a little bit of debt 
in, in a in a similar situation. Like, yeah, they could they could pay it off. It would cost a little bit. It would hurt for a little bit, and then like switch it up and start saving. Would would you recommend doing that, or would you just eh, just make the little payments and, and pay it off over time? Well, we we would recommend having one month in reserve. So if they're making thirty five thousand dollars a year or thirty thousand. Uh, we want them to have one month worth of expenses in reserve in case their income changes, and then go target the debt. And, and, and you really want to target the debt um, because it's that mindset that matters, the mindset of allowing it to continue and just paying out a little at the time when you can get rid of it is the mindset that hurts you over the long term. So getting it taken care of and being just angry at it and getting it out of your life is what allows you then to be, save and give even more when it's paid off. And that's what really, I believe, brings the joy with money is that we have margin and paying credit cards for things that we purchased in the past doesn't help with our margin. So we want to get that stuff taken care of as quickly as possible. Okay, I like that. Very aggressive approach to little debts like that. For people that have something that's a much larger debt, say like a like a car payment or or something of of that of that of that sort, what advice would you have for them? Assuming the same the same budget. Well, if uh, if you have a car payment that you can't pay off in the next 2 or 3 years, you've probably bought too much car. And so um, in today's market, prices have gone up, including used cars, and so it's a great time to downsize if you need to. Um, but car debt is, um, you know, most Americans finance their cars. And uh, financing cars uh, is really not a good idea because you're financing something that goes down in value. And so what we recommend is to, to save in advance for those car purchases so that you can buy the car, you don't owe the dealer or anybody else any money for it, and driving a car that's paid for always feels better than driving a car that you owe money on. <laughs> I like that. I like the way that sounds. We're talking with Michael Davidson. He's a certified financial planner, our guest on News Talk 710 KURV. We're talking about things that you can do to kind of cushion the blow of inflation that we're dealing with right now for people that have a lot of debt say like a student loan the student loan level type debt uh we always talk about we always hear about the hey you know beans and rice and take up a second job delivering pizzas etc cetera, etc cetera. uh how uh, is it or and uh as far as like hurting yourself to pay the debt off as fast as you can is is that advisable is that is that extreme well it's it's not extreme what what's extreme is having uh student loans in your 50s and uh, unfortunately uh, it doesn't go away unless it's paid off and uh, i know uh, that com the government is considering uh, paying off uh, student debt for certain individuals I wouldn't want my plan to be dependent on the government uh, paying my student debt liabilities. I would want to pay those off on my own, and I would want to be responsible for that so that I could – I wasn't depending on them as a benefit uh, – me as a beneficiary of their good gifts to be successful. And so we would recommend that if you have student loan debt, it's the same idea. That mindset really matters. You have to get angry at it. It's the only way it really goes away is just to get mad and to go get rid of it and to be intentional. So after you pay off the debt, uh, how? Well, what advice do you have for people that 
it's always hard to follow up after the fact. Like, okay, I got a little bit of debt. Say I got like $3,000 worth of debt, like a laptop or something that I'm paying off or a, like a cell phone, you know, and I'm trying to pay that down. I get it paid off. And now, hey, you know, I've got this this uh, expendable income that just opened up for me. You know what I mean? I'm going to hit the town. How? What are, what are some tips to keep focus and not go back well, into debt? When, when you're packing a car and you're taking a long trip, you want to pack the big things first, right? The most important things for the trip. And then you squeeze in what you can, what's left over. That's the same way it is with money. You want to do the important things first. We believe the most important thing to do is to give what we're supposed to give. And like a ship that has barnacles, giving just kind of breaks the barnacles off so that the ship can move faster. And then the second thing is we want to save second. And, and um, you've heard of the Pareto principle, that 80-20 uh, rule, that um, if we can save 20% of our income and do that first, um, it will make 80% of the difference in the future. And so we want to save second, then pay uh, a, a mortgage or our uh, federal income tax. And then finally, what's left to spend Go buy it. Go buy what you want, but you want to take care of the important things first. And if you spend first before you do your giving and your savings, what happens is you probably won't have enough. Well, Mr. Davidson, I, I do appreciate your time and your insight in navigating these troubled economic waters that some of us may be facing in this day and age. Appreciate your time. That's certified financial planner Michael Davidson joining us on News Talk 710 KURV. This is the only radio station in the Rio Grande Valley for the news and information you need to know. We are News Talk 710KURV. Discover our Facebook page, 710KURV, also Twitter. I'm Sergio Sanchez, and my email is sergio at kurv.com. Thank you for listening to News Talk 710KURV. As long as you're scrolling through your phone, checking out your friend's latest Instagram post, take a moment to download the Radio Parami app. Take the app with you wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Stay updated with top and bottom of the hour news and the latest weather forecast. Plus, you can listen live to local talk shows, nationally syndicated programs, and listen to previous interviews you might have missed, all in crystal clear digital audio. It's called the Radiopotomy app. Find it in your Google Play or Apple App Store from your friends at News Talk 710 KURV.